Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Everything Kratom, the podcast about anything and everything Kratom. Great to have you with us on this Wednesday morning. Hope everybody is doing great out there today as always. Today I wanted to talk about yet another post online that caught my attention. This is a post that was also on Reddit, and I try not to do too many Reddit post ones, but there's a lot of fascinating content out there just thrown out by people who have experience with Kratom or know someone else who uses it, and, you know, they, like, sometimes pour their hearts out online, and it's like, that is the bulk of the Kratom community. So it's kind of very rich in content, I guess is the way to put it. So, you know, I I try not to do too many episodes covering just Reddit posts, but once in a while, there's just a slew of them that catch my eye. So this is another one that I wanted to share. This post is on the subreddit Kratom page, uh, Kratom spelled with two M's, and I will include a link to this one in the description as always. But basically, what this is talking about is dating on Kratom, or more generally, meeting someone for the first time who may one day, you know, be your significant other. I'll put it that way. That's not their words, but that's kind of my general feeling when I listen to it. This person's talking about dating on Kratom and how they just got out of a long-term relationship and uh, they're starting to date for the first time since using Kratom, since starting to use Kratom. They've been on a date before with this person once and they said that it was like all good and everything, but um, they, they were stressed out about where and how they could sneak a spoonful of green powder without having to look weird or explain what it is. This person says, I don't want someone to immediately jump to conclusions that I am coming off harder drugs trying to get high or something like that. I dose frequently throughout the day for chronic pain, and that is it. I don't even feel it anymore after taking it for so many years. Any ideas, tricks, tips, or ways of broaching the subject? Help. And then there's an edit that says, I hate taking capsules. Uh, I need way too many and have trouble swallowing them all. So um, that's the post. And the reason why this stuck out to me is because, well, it kind of has a very strong relationship with another issue that I brought up recently. And uh, I think that was inspired by a post too. People are uncomfortable or don't know what to do when it comes to doctor's visits. After you start using Kratom, it seems like a lot of people don't know whether or not they want to tell their doctors. And I kind of talked about, I think a couple weeks ago, how this is one of the dangers that the stigma around Kratom really causes. It's basically the way that a stigma, I think, around Kratom can manifest itself in a dangerous way. Because regardless of what a doctor thinks about it, I think that they should know what you're putting into your body. You know, that's not like food. And I guess they should know what food you're eating too, (laughs) come to think of it. But regardless, I think that it's important for doctors to know what substances their patients are using. I understand that that's a little too broad in general and also gives a lot of credit to the doctors when maybe it would be a bit more one-sided or biased if if you relinquish that information. And I think a lot of people give pause or hesitate because of that, because they don't want their doctor to see them differently or to treat them differently or to, you know, treat them as a patient differently, um, to change the way they do medications or considering future medications um, to tell their significant other if they're on a list or whatever like there's a lot of different things going into it um or you know advising you to stop and and bring some pretty harsh judgment towards it regardless of the reasoning it's one of those things where it's like the doctor is supposed to be keeping you healthy and there's a stigma there that makes it so you you might feel uncomfortable in telling a doctor about it and you know but they're supposed to be helping you become healthy and 
you know, what if you end up being prescribed medication that interacts with Kratom really badly? Um, you know, they should know that. The doctors should be aware of that. You should be aware of that. And you should make sure to avoid it. But if you don't bring it up, uh, how are you going to know? At the same time, you know, it, doctors might not have as good an understanding of Kratom as they should. Maybe they would miss that. I don't know. But regardless, it just relates to this idea of stigma. And so getting back to this post, it made me think of the doctor thing because this is a situation that happens to many, many people, um, whether you're going to the doctor or you're dating or you're meeting someone new and you don't want them to judge you based on this thing because you don't view it as something that like, you know, needs to be a thing, right? Like they, I'm just going to speak from personal experience because I don't want to put words in this person's mouth, but from personal experience. And of course I've been married for a few years now, so I'm not like dating or anything, but, um, I was worried like telling, uh, you know, a lot of different people about Kratom and how I was using it when I first started, uh, because it's weird. Like Kratom is weird. It's, it's this green powder. Nobody really understands it. Although now there's more, you know, more talk about it now than 10 years ago. And, and so people don't really have a, a strong understanding of it overall unless they kind of have a connection to it already. And it's just kind of strange to see someone take green powder and, you know, toss it back in the middle of, you know, a public place or whatever. It just, it, there's a lot of weird stigma stuff going on there. And that's not even getting into the, into the depths of the stigma around Kratom. That's just kind of like face value seeing someone do that. Um, that said, I mean... I also wonder, like, if this same person would feel the same way about smoking a cigarette. Like, would you feel that same stigma? And I think that the the difference is, regardless of what they would feel, that, um, you know, other than the fact of what the person that they're dating would think about cigarettes or whatever, is, you know, cigarettes are known to be harmful, and they're kind of like, you know, that's a whole other topic. But, like, with Kratom... It's up in the air, generally considered to be pretty safe amongst people who use it um, versus cigarettes. You know, everybody who smokes cigarettes knows that it's harmful. And so, and then you have this like lack of guidance around how to use Kratom. And so people are using it for a variety of ways, including pain in this circumstance, but it's not advised by doctors. So there's that aspect of the stigma, but you know that it works for you, for instance, maybe. And so it's been working for you you've kind of accepted it as your day-to-day routine and now you're bringing this person into your bubble in a way and you don't know how to explain all that to them and you don't want to because they're just getting to know you right like i i have experienced all of that in a way before uh, in my own way and in my own life experience so i'm just kind of relating to this person i guess and just saying that it's it sucks that there's this stigma around it And that the way that you introduce it to someone is probably going to have a pretty strong impact on how they view it from then on, right? Like when you tell them that you're using Kratom and what it is, that's setting them off on their own journey. Not not like them using it, although who knows, but um, I'm not saying anyone should be telling anyone to use Kratom. But when you're just sharing with them the knowledge of it, that starts the journey of their, you know, knowing about it and learning about it. Because once you hear something... If you hear about something, then you notice it more every day, I think. Or at least for me, I do. So once you tell them about it, they're going to start hearing about it. And, um, you know, the way that you describe it is going to be the first time that they really have an exposure to it. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe they use it too. Or maybe they know other people who use it and they don't really think much of it. Um, there's, Or maybe they're adamantly against it. There's not really a way of knowing until it comes up. But I guess it's an interesting... It's an interesting debacle that I just wanted to talk about a little bit and ramble on today about because 
it's just it gets into all these different interesting issues that I like to talk about and think about. Um, just like the social side of it, the psychological side of it, um, the sociological side of it, and then also just the dating side of it. Like you're going to notice all these weird quirks about someone that you're just getting to know and which things are they going to weigh more heavily. Um, maybe they're not going to weigh more heavily that you have, you know, like a red shirt on that's like a little brighter than they're used to someone wearing a red shirt, <laughs> but like they're probably going to weigh more heavily seeing you toss back some green powder and not want to talk about what the, the powder is. <laughs> so it's like the way you introduce it's going to matter. And um, who knows? Who knows? Is it something you need to talk about on the first date? Maybe not. But is it something that's going to come up eventually? Eh, probably. I mean, I would assume so. In my experience, it came up pretty early when I was getting to know my now wife. And um, it's an ongoing discussion. Uh, we we both go back and forth on the the safety and efficacy and all the details of Kratom because it's so up in the air. But generally, we both agree that it's blown out of proportion in many, many, many ways, both positive and negative. And at the end of the day, it works in a certain way for me very well, and I shouldn't be relying on it that often. And then from there, it's like our views might diverge. But um, I think the important thing is to always, whenever it does come to the point where it feels like you need to introduce someone to it because they're becoming a big part of your life, to think about how you introduce it in a way that is not lying. Like, the, the, so, the big thing is to make sure that you're on the same page with someone, I would assume. This isn't meant to be an episode on dating advice, by the way, <laughs> even though it's kind of becoming that way. That's ridiculous. I'm not the person to be giving dating advice. But I think when it comes to this, it's just important to be open about it, but also not lie about it, not downplay it, not upplay it. Give a complete and very concise picture of it and then, you know, let them take the lead if they're interested in knowing more or concerned you go from there. If they don't think twice about it, great, you know? So, yeah, I don't know. Again, this wasn't meant to be dating advice, but here I go accidentally giving dating advice. Uh, don't follow my dating advice <laughs> ever. I don't know anything about dating. I got very lucky in finding someone who wanted to marry me. <laughs> lucky, lucky me. So um, anyway, not trying to give dating advice, but I do think that transparency is important, not lying about it, but also, you know, putting in your two cents and defending the reason why you might be using it if that's the case. So anyway, there we go. Now I'm going to stop. <laughs> Sorry for the ramble, you guys. Try and keep it less rambly in the future. Uh, take care. Hope everyone's having a good day. We'll be back tomorrow. Talk to you then. Bye-bye.